0: Nicole Hutchison and Jess Navarez. Welcome into Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Nicole Hutchison, alongside Jess Navarez. We're waiting for Aisha Morrison. She'll be here in just a moment. Uh, y'all it's cold outside
1: it is cold outside it is halloween hence uh, it is halloween it is halloween. halloween that's why we are orange in here yeah i like the vibes like the vibes spooky it's it real just, spooky, spooky in this building right now it is
0: spooky mm, why you say that just why? spooky why? it's just spooky guys <laughs> Spooky season, yeah. spooky feels Let's hope it's spooky on Sunday in the Cowboys favor, you know See what I did there You know, I love that See what for I you. did there I'm rubbing off on you and I really appreciate <laughs> that uh, No, uh, today has been obviously a long, long day of waiting Hoping that the Cowboys were going to make a trade Uh, they ended up not doing so but um let's talk about some of these trades so far who kind of stood out to you i know for me um it was that chase young trade man like yeah that 49ers team that (sighs) defensive line is about to be freaking crazy uh when you talk about it let's let's just go ahead and list the guys on that defensive line
1: yeah i was looking for my list of trades i exited out of my app yeah we
0: got we got nick bosa of course um Javon Hargrave, Randy Gregory, Chase Young, Eric Armstead, Javon Kinlaw. What's up, Hello. girl? What's up? Ah, uh, sorry, Pharrell <laughs> and Drake Jackson. Um, hmm. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want no problems with that defensive line. I'm just saying. Well, uh, I don't want no
2: problems with that. They're compensating. Them. Hello. <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up? Ooh, Welcome. Yeah. The people is outside. <laughs> they
1: are. The are people are. They? It's cold outside. It's real are,
2: spooky. The people are getting off early to take their children. Yeah, bebe, that ramp <laughs> to on. Do that, the trick or treating. That traffic on that ramp. Oh, gee. <laughs> it was that bad. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Take, okay. take, take it. Take, take a breath. Take a breath. No, I'm fine. I want to talk about it. Yeah, oh. they they compensating. <laughs> they trying to figure things out over there. They are. Me. They are. They got a lot. They have a lot going on over there. It ain't my problem. Listen. Uh, do what you gotta do, boss. Do what you gotta do. They might need to be. <laughs> Figuring out some other things. But, you know. Like what? It's maybe defensive. I mean, honestly, uh, listening to a lot of uh, 49ers folks and also uh, Steve Wilks, mm-hmm. the new defensive coordinator, just getting a lot of flack with um, how they're playing defense right now and them trying to figure things out. But sure. they got some issues on both sides of the ball right now. I mean, yeah. losing three games in a row in this league is, is rough, mm-hmm. man. And it, and it honestly is something I, I don't even think they're number one in their division. So that's the thing about the trade line, man. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed about today, mm-hmm. but then at the same token, the part of me is just like most teams that are aggressive during the trade deadline, they feel like they have to fill holes. And I know the Cowboys to us, we, there are things you want to improve on, but it's just like they just don't feel the need. And I, at this point in time, at the, being here year two, I don't. We can't want it more than they do. Yeah. So I'm just done putting in the energy and, and being frustrated about it because it's just. It just is what it is at this point, so...
0: But if you're... Okay, you said that you were disappointed about, you know, them not making a move. Yeah. If you're Jerry Jones, mm-hmm. who are you going
2: after? I'm going to get to you in a second, Jess, because you had a good point earlier when we were... Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know if there's, like, a specific human I would go after. Um, but I would say, you know, there are some positions, like, I understand... I think I heard Jerry mention today, and we take everything he says with a grain of salt assault is that he said uh that you know he expects for the tight end position to pick up it's gonna mm-hmm. need to if if you didn't if you didn't if you really felt like this tight end room was enough I th- Ferg mm-hmm. is I know we're gonna talk about it later watching film on him and Dak like you can really see that they're starting to gain a connection but you're not getting really anything sure. else from your tight end room mm-hmm. I would have I wouldn't have mind to see you know maybe them br- maybe them bring in someone it sounds like the commanders is giving out people for uh for two dollars, so <laughs> we could have talked to them about something. Everybody else did, so it's just, two dollars is crazy. Two dollars $2 is crazy. I mean, a day. I mean, a lot of these guys that they're letting go are are two dollars in a bag first of round chips. picks. They're first round picks, and and they're, they're letting them go for day three picks. I yeah. mean, and I understand the Cowboys are in a tight spot just because of the amount of picks they have left this year, and et cetera, et cetera. But yo, some of the some of the picks that people gave up in drafts, I mean, in um, and uh, trades earlier before mm-hmm. they, these are like twenty twenty five picks and stuff yeah. too. So I just I don't know, man. I'm really torn. I know Cowboys Nation is is down just because of it, but it's like I said, we can't want it more than. They want it, and if they don't feel like it's necessary, it is what it is. As far as 49ers? Oh. But,
1: like,
2: like I said, they are really trying to figure out some things over there, especially defensively, because it's uh, schematically, I think they've changed a lot, and they're trying to figure things out over there. So, do what you gotta do. Do, do, do what you gotta do, boss.
1: Yeah, no, I. I see both sides of the situation here. I understand where the disappointment comes from mm-hmm. with not making a move today, but I also and it, as much as, you know, fans wanna rag on the sediment of they believe in the personnel mm-hmm. in the locker room, that's the truth. And yeah. look, at this point, you have to as well. You have to believe what you have. You don't have a choice now. Right. And so, <laughs> so Yeah, look. Although, get no although now <laughs> It's a little too late to say, oh, you know, this needs work, this needs work. Mm -hmm. What you focus on now is, yes, nothing happened today, but how do you get where you need to go in these position groups that need help? Tight end specifically, yes, that's a position group that you knew losing Dalton Schultz in the offseason to the Texans was gonna hurt a little bit. Whether you wanted to admit it or not, Dalton Schultz was a clutch guy for Dak Prescott to be that in seam mm-hmm. threat, to be in the red zone, to to be that kind of clutch tight end uh quarterback guy that, that quarterback friendly player, I should say, that Dalton Schultz was for him. Um offensive line. You can never have enough depth there. You can never have enough depth there. Let's just say that over and over and over because Proving depth too. Yeah, Proving well, depth is the, the difference, point. and not young depth because again you have that already. You so do. if you're going to add, you, know, you should add some veteran leadership. And we talked about that yesterday yeah. and how important that is. Cornerback, you can you can't have enough cornerback depth. I mean, linebacker room. Linebacker. There's Hello. there's multiple rooms here yeah, that, in in. In the in the building that that could have used some additions, right? fortifying yeah. some sprinkles. However, I might be the bad guy for saying it. It didn't happen. Let's move on. I'm shake it It off. is what it yeah. shake it Oh off. dang it. I didn't even mean to say it. I love it. No. <laughs> She's but look, off. here's the thing. <laughs> I love that for she, that was me she too, said she said something earlier. I don't know what I What'd you what say. Did I say? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> today is today already. No, you know what? My that point is remember. Let's move on, it didn't happen, no need to dwell. Focus on who you got in the room and how they can get better, and they need to, period. If you want to continue to have a winning season, you need to improve on the things that have lost you games so far this season in embarrassing fashions. Because it's not like the games that these teams have lost were set in stone that they were going to lose when they walked in. They had chances to win against the Cardinals. Yes, you had a chance to win. Against the 49ers, you had a chance to win. But what was the downfall of those games? Really go back and look at it. Yeah, here's the thing here's the thing <laughs> time Preach. to move on time to move on we, we got we to. can't dwell on it guys to. can't dwell on it uh let's go, let's go ahead and move on ladies
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on now let's go ahead and move on uh, I know Jerry also talked about how this well, a little bit of the status of Tyron and um, chuma he said that they should be available um on sunday just how big will that be and i guess let's talk about this offensive line and the improvements that they made uh this past game because i was looking at some of the film and like the amount of times the pocket was so clean for dak to Mm. make decisions
2: was honestly impressive for me so let's go ahead and talk about that yeah i mean i'm gonna be frank about this offensive line right now (laughs) y'all listen um i I do think that you know at the at the beginning of the game you, you saw some some things yeah. you didn't want to see and uh they they came out and did some things towards you that were as uh, successful but I will say you know that the the passing pass pro did shore up later on mm-hmm. in that game um Tan Steele is is still trying to find, you know, a rhythm. And we are, all, of course, giving him grace just because he is coming back from ACL. He, not only did he come back, he was very earlier than we expected. Mm-hmm. To his credit, he worked his tail off. But we are going to go through some mm-hmm. growing pains with him. And so you're getting really attacked from your tackle position. And so pass pro, I thought, shored up as the game went on. But, yo, this run game right now. And I, I credit them for finding ways to run the ball this week where they attacked the edges and they and they were like, okay, running up the A and B gap's not working. Mm-hmm. Let's try to figure out some things mm-hmm. on the outside. Yep. But this offensive line is not playing strong enough for me. They are hmm. losing the line of scrimmage a lot more than what you would expect yeah. from this offensive line. And, and I know that they can play with power. Um, I know they can play with power. I know they can play downhill. We've seen them get to the second level and do things. But I just... I'm looking for consistency from the offensive line. Because as you watch mm-hmm. the film, you see they have about four or five plays. You just like, oh, Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. we're moving humans out the way. And then you see them in a couple plays later and you just like, yo, what's what's going on here? And you know, Mike McCarthy talked about, you know, the fact that a lot of teams are attacking them doing stunts and I asked the question about that. Like, so that's communication and mm-hmm. um them gaining continuity. But right now, This game, it wasn't a continuity problem to me. It was just pure you not being able to handle the power that they're playing with. And to me, that's just mad unacceptable because I I just feel like especially the interior of this Dallas offensive line, Tyler Mm Biotis, Tyler Smith, who had a fantastic game. Mm -hmm. He had a few hiccups, but I would love to hear Aaron Donald's comments on Tyler, especially Mm -hmm. with Tyler being so young. You don't see people play Aaron Donald that well. so. But and then Zach Martin. So I just think this interior should be stronger than what they're playing right now, and I'm really hoping that they figure out some consistency there because you're about to go up against better defensive lines, you, for sure. You, no, you first, oh, you're about to see. I mean, yeah. better than the the Chargers, better than the Rams. Like, no, like, no disrespect. To AD. I just think this this was a step in the right direction, fair, right? Yeah, fair, for
0: fair, sure. Fair. Uh, because you know the last couple of games we hadn't seen that. You're seeing. Uh, everybody in Dak's face, you know? So mm. they're getting outpowered up front. So it was good to see them make those improvements. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's maybe what I should have no, started No, no,
2: you're, you're <laughs> no, right. you're yeah, right. are You're right. No, you're right about the fact that the offensive mm. line play did look better in this game, specifically in pass pro. Yeah. And, again, with running the ball, plenty of times, even last year, we'd be like, no, nah, that's not working. <laughs> <laughs> how many times did we say that?
1: Look, how Baby, many times did we say quit running the ball? in between the tackles. Well, in between the tackles, but second and 5. Yeah, I mean, third that's another and two, thing like that's, third and 10. Yeah, this like <laughs> seriously, it's he, here's the thing. <laughs> you got to you open Pandora's box. Oh, you know goodness. how I feel about this. Um <clears throat> okay. So <laughs> the Clean thing of, everyone get ready. No, it's not that big. It's I've said it before is The thing about the Cowboys offensive line is you have the talent within the room to make sure that it does play at an elite level. The problem now is execution, Mm. is when you're executing throughout the entirety of the game, not just on one or two plays, it's unacceptable Mm. regardless of how they bounce back. I think how they bounce back from the three sacks back to back to back to back on the Cowboys first drive on Sunday their bounce back is what defines them. The problem is you shouldn't have to bounce back that early from that deficit of your quarterback being sacked that much within an entirety of a game happening in the first minute mm-hmm. of the game. Yeah, both tackles got fair. That's whooped. not fair. Yeah. That's, that, y- hands, if you yes, want to yep. set Dak Prescott up for absolute success, that's not doing it. That's yeah. not going to cut it. And, yeah, here's the thing. Credit to Chuma. He's been able to step in and do that. Credit to Terrence Steele for coming back. They have to play better and execute better. At the end of the day, they know that, and that's the thing. I feel comfortable saying that because they they know that. They have to execute better. And again, what I was happy to see in terms of this line this week was the lack of penalties on them. So that tells me there is improvement there. The discipline's there. Mm -hmm. It's just... When it comes down to it, my real question is, why is the execution not on a consistent level? Because the pass like you said, Aisha did get better, but why wasn't it better from the start, from the get-go? Why was it? Why did it take so long to kind of get there? And it seems like it's just been so inconsistent. You can't fully say confidently that you know what this offensive line looks like. That's that's why when you asked yeah. yesterday, I said you don't know yet because we haven't seen a consistent. Cowboys offensive line perform at a high level throughout the entirety of a game so far. However, glimpses of goodness, yes, uh, Sunday. Is is it,
0: I feel like we were saying this for the past three weeks, like, kind of over and over again, but is it the lack of
2: repetition? Like, I mean, what is it? It's a mixture of the, I think it's a mixture of that, but I also do think it is a mixture, a mixture of, um, I mean, you mentioned the execution. It is, it is very fair to take into account that there's a new offensive line coach mm-hmm. and um, with Mike Solari I've, I and again the the scheme is is different in some of the mm-hmm. things that they're doing and Mike Solari has run two back sets he has done those things he has and so I'm just I'm really curious if it's a technique thing or if it's just something if it's just a philosophy change which is normal mm-hmm. with coaching mm-hmm. but I've seen this offensive line play more powerful we are you know Tyler Biotis has been dinged up a lot of the season already. Mm -hmm. And Zach Martin has been dinged up a lot Mm -hmm. of the season already. So I wonder if that's playing a role in the power because – Tyler Tyler Smith looks the strongest out of anybody, yeah. and he hasn't really had any issues since the hamstring. Yeah. So I want to say that possibly them being dinged up is playing a role in it, but I will say in, in counter to the run game, I will say that I am enjoying this pass game. Um, Mike McCarthy and those guys saying we see favor in passing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We are not about to just keep trying to run just because it's for the yeah. sake of running. Uh, they passed on almost 30% on first down, over 30% on first down which is huge because you just talked about it. Being in those third and long or second and fives or whatever, passing on first down really helped him move the sticks, and it took mm-hmm. away some of those negative yards mm-hmm. that you don't want to see. Set your quarterback up for third down. He's the best in the NFL <clears throat> on third down. <laughs> like to throw that out there. Yep. And so an improvement there yeah. is, especially from last year in particular, saying, okay, run games not ain't got it all right now let's go ahead and just pass this rock around because we know we can.
1: My question for both of you, I guess, and I was thinking about this literally before I went to sleep last night, um, and I I was like, I'm going to ask them that on the podcast (laughs) tomorrow, is given that this has been a run-heavy team for years now, and your identity has always been the run when it comes to the offense, do you feel like there's kind of a shift in the wins now that you're becoming more uh, identity-driven by the passing game? Or... Is what you're seeing not really identifiable yet in what they are as a team? No, I no. think oh, no, the, go ahead, no, I think you don't
0: have Ezekiel Elliott, okay? So so now you have to look at your personnel and figure out what works best with your personnel. And right now you have guys that uh, are—you are, have weapons, you mm-hmm. know? So you have weapons in the passing game, so use it. Not saying—and that's no— disc, Uh, credit to Tony Pollard and Rico and all those guys but right now your strength is your passing game and I I think it just depends on um, what type of personnel you have that can more so create your identity if Uh that kind of makes sense yeah Uh, and and I think it's not saying that the run game won't come together it will eventually because I know TP's working on really being that number one guy so when that comes into play, then you'll see that kind of all mesh together.
2: Yeah. Yeah, with the West Coast system, yeah. though, the, the pass sets up the run. Mm. It's not the other way around. There you mm. go. So, that, and that's why I was asking at the beginning of the season, like, because if you do Are the vertical thrust, the room if you us. pass the ball Ooh, and you saw even in, <laughs> even in this game, you saw that the run game started to open up. And I think that's because of the pass game. And honestly, I just um, honestly, I just feel like, too, as far as the run game goes, a lot of a lot of running backs, especially even coming out this draft, the power running back. it it barely exists in this league right now because it's almost like if you look at a lot of the top running backs that came out of this past draft, they're not only Mm -hmm. runners that can run between the tackles, they are receiving threats as well. And so for me right now with the run game, it's like if if your offensive line is struggling with power, then you figure out ways to get your running backs in space. You figure out how to make get make passes and things in the backfield. You could also use Kevontae Turpin out of the, the backfield. Mm-hmm. You can use C.D. Lamb out of the backfield, okay. which right. they did some of those things this past game because it wasn't nothing going in between the tackles. So for me, it's just like if you can't run the ball the traditional mm-hmm. way, figure out another way to do it. If your offensive line is struggling with that stuff, then you just figure out another way to do it because it's just – at this point, I just don't know where the power of this interior is. So a lot of the schemes that they're used to doing, it's just not it's not what's up right now. It's just not working.
0: All right, we're going to continue this conversation in the next break. We'll come in right after the break. You're watching Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating party of the D- Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back.
1: We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like.
0: At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger.
1: Army's 27th Annual Red Kettle Kickoff returns to AT&T Stadium this Thanksgiving. Get excited to watch the one and only Dolly Parton rock the stage during halftime when your Dallas Cowboys go head-to-head with the Washington Commanders. Tune in at 3.30 p.m. on CBS. You're excited about that. I'm so excited about that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Wow. Dolly's an icon. Dolly's an icon. They did um, during the ACM Awards here at the Star, they had that Dolly Parton pop-up over here Oh my goodness, I was living my best Wait, life. They had a dolly Barton part and pop-up. Pop and it was up? like a like a little photo it's opportunity. And it was cool because it had all of her merch. Mm. Like She's uh, she's a real businesswoman with a lot of really cool things. So now she I has like definitely. a dog line, a perfume line. Oh, oh I that's know that. Cool. I know yeah. That. I'd so. definitely be there if it was like a Chris Brown or like a Beyonce. There,
2: It's never going to be there. It's not. Know. It's going to be a country singer every yeah. year. Oh, <laughs> it
1: was the ACMs. <laughs> no i'm talking music about music awards no i'm talking about uh, i'm talking yeah. about
2: thanksgiving oh it, it is typically a country singer every time which i can get jiggy too yeah. but i wish it was just but sometimes I'm saying, i wish like you know there's a few,
1: some hello. other things but that's, that's not you know it's not my business uh no that's wrong because they have the jonas brothers <laughs> they're they're not country
0: i mean pop yeah it's still a little pop poppy close uh, to it
2: whatever
1: <laughs> it's not close to it yes close I to get it. the same vibe yeah. <laughs> what? I didn't to say <laughs> Just a Cowboy group. Some boots too. They,
2: they probably <laughs> did have some boots.
1: They have some boots. Oh my goodness! I don't, goodness. <laughs> I don't so. mind the Jonas Seeming Brothers. I love the Jonas Brothers. Why y'all hating on the Jonas Brothers? I liked them don't when they say, I was twelve. Oh, I'm burning, yep. Yep. Copyright
0: burning. Copyright up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, never mind. All
1: right, well, that's oh, oh, copyright? Yep. Oh, dang it. Well, <laughs> sorry. well, the Jonas Brothers had a great halftime show that I thoroughly enjoyed. So there you go. And All I'm right. gonna enjoy Dolly Parton. There we go. Anyways. All right, ladies, let's go ahead and keep
0: this conversation going. Uh, I want to kind of turn things into a different, take like a different path. This conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Dak. Um, I know you're happy about that one. Let's talk about Dak. Uh, what What are some things that stood out about his um, his decision making and making some good reads and you know his play on Sunday? What stood out Sunday? to you? Like, <laughs> you Was there?
1: See it in the flesh. <laughs> um. What? What I really—I'm trying to think of how I word this—is what I really appreciated out of Dak's game on Sunday was his ability to keep his composure. So, right, I mean, you're coming off the gates, out of the gates, you get sacked three times, one's nullified because of a penalty, but still, I think it was four times, then one got nullified, but regardless— he was getting touched he was getting pressure put on him and he still continued to drive the team down Mm -hmm. the field the offense was going one place they were going down the field uh something that really stood out to me was again this has been like a topic of conversation for the last few weeks but his footwork Mm. his feet were planted his feet looked clean he was doing his drop backs he looked so clean i mean really it was just That's Dak Prescott playing at his best. He's using Mm -hmm. his legs. He's not overdoing it, which is something I didn't want to see. Contrary to popular opinion, I don't want to see Dak running if he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to always be mobile. But he also used some opportunity to say, hey, you think I'm not going to run? Psych. And he used his legs as well. So I really think what you're seeing is a veteran quarterback and Jerry Jones talked about this on the fan this morning a veteran quarterback with the skill set that he has that it's all coming together for him in the best way possible and so I think yeah I agree in that sentiment that you're seeing everything good about Dak and Dak's game finally come together into fruition um for the better of everybody on the offense
2: oh yeah absolutely you mentioned his mechanics and yeah, they were on point. They were on point. His footwork and when you talk about you know him running is one thing about Dak that you always hear people saying is throw the ball away, mm. don't take that set. Yeah, and what you saw with him this game specifically is when he felt the pressure, he either got rid, rid of the ball fast and took some hits in the pocket as he was delivering the yeah. ball. He had a great um, crosser to CeeDee Lamb that he delivered the ball mm-hmm. right on time and he took a he took a hit at doing that. But also too, I mean. I, when he said he said it, he said, I'm in a rhythm. You can see that. Yep. You can just see that things are just clicking for him. And um, he's starting to really, like, there was a time, there was a point in time, I know y'all remember since y'all watched football, when when Peyton Manning was just on point with whatever receiver he was playing with, or Aaron Rodgers was just, it was like every week you expected Mm -hmm. for them to connect, no matter who was guarding them, no matter what, and when you go back and look at this game, and you look at some of the balls that he threw to CD, some of the balls he even threw low to Mm -hmm. Ferg, they're so connected that they're starting to just kind of finish each other's sentences, but football Mm -hmm. style. Mm. And it's really awesome to see them developing this chemistry, but as far as Dak Prescott goes, I also Think to your point when we were talking about the offensive line, I think he truly understands where this offensive line is right now. Yeah. And what he has to do to not only not make them look bad, but to also make sure that he can make this team still go forward as you were saying. He mm-hmm. understands that there's some communication things. Some guys are still trying to find their legs, you're having yeah. injuries to the left. It's, he's, he understands that. So the evading, the evading, um, evading uh, the blitzes and stuff like that. We talked about it yesterday. What he's doing at the line of scrimmage, the declaration, calling out the blitzes, yep. that all helps the offensive line. But it also too it, it really shows how much control mm-hmm. he has over this offense right now. And so yep. um, to your point, mentioning Jerry, he's he's a veteran now, and we see that he's doing mm-hmm. veteran esque things and and favorite part last part is is the movement outside the pocket and inside the pocket Um, I know Mike McCarthy he's had quarterbacks like an Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers that could do some amazing things out in the pocket but boy when he got outside that pocket he was lethal and I I really enjoyed that Mike McCarthy seems like he wants Dak to to play that way and we're seeing that because I think that's one of his Mm -hmm. best traits is moving outside the pocket and making plays downfield
0: yeah to both of y'all's points uh, everything you all just said but I think he's just like playing football, right? He's just yeah. playing. He's like, <laughs> yep. let me just ball. Like, yeah. do what I do best. Um, and I actually wrote down a couple of plays that stood out to me though. I'll just say one of them. Um, it was like the first minute in the game, first drive. It was mm-hmm. the Jake Ferguson touchdown. They were playing 12 personnel. T P was actually I believe he was open on the right boundary. Um, and Dak, he was making the re looking at the safety. The safety's body was, like, turned towards Luke Schoonmaker, Uh right? So, he just sees Ferg, you know, run past the linebacker, he says, there's two high safeties, whatever, and then I'm gonna just trust my guy. I think that was something that... I got that that written down, (laughs) That was one of the plays that stood out to me the most, just because, like, he's, like, I'm taking my guys over on of y'all. Yeah. Uh, and I'm and I'm trusting yeah. my reads. Okay, this isn't working. All right, bet. Let me look. This isn't working, bet. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, I just like his decision making. It just was like yeah. And, know, and like, the we, confidence. We yeah, yeah, he's confident. Like, and he's confident. doing it
1: quickly. Yeah. That's the biggest thing is you have to make these reads and, and The mechanics of football is just so interesting when you really go back and look Mm -hmm. at how quick these decisions have to be made, especially for a quarterback in that situation. But, I mean, man, we always talk about the importance of getting your tight ends involved. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's why. And so when people are creating this narrative that, you know, the tight ends, and and yes, they need work. We're going to admit that. We'll always be the first to admit that when they do, but that... Dak's not going to them because he doesn't trust them that's not true that's the furthest thing from the truth Dak is going to their tight end meetings because he wants to because he wants to make sure that there's no drop off with that tight end uh room in that game and most importantly he said i want to make sure these guys know that Mm -hmm. i still trust them and i have confidence in them and so heck yeah Yeah. do you know how excited i was to see fergie get that touchdown i was like yes yeah it's it's and
2: to your point like there's a i can't explain it like with tight with tight end (laughs) there's a, it's just a feel that you look for. Like, when you start watching them play, Mm -hmm. when you start watching them play, it's the angles that they take. It's just the way that they're fluid and everything. And so with Ferg, you're starting to see he really is starting to to understand the position in totality because tight end is a complicated position and ask you to do a lot. But as far as him and Dak connecting, you can, it's, it's, I think, to your point, uh, Jess, I believe that it's, that seal is broken. I, be- yeah. I truly believe that that is his, he's realizing, like, I can depend on you consistently mm-hmm. and ferg is catching everything too if i'm not mistaken i yep. think he has two drops on the season mm-hmm. he's been super efficient himself so. Just the
1: targets that have been lacking more than anything and but we but, saw him get targeted more this game and oh i'm yeah. like then, keep doing yeah. it <laughs> there's only one person that's been consistently targeted and that's within the last couple of weeks and cd lamb yeah. there has not been ball distribution Man. to say that it's something with specifically jake ferguson so mm. i don't know there's a big picture here when it comes to football and i think Sometimes we get caught up in the mix of all of it that we forget, like the little mechanics and moving parts that go into making up, like what you see on the field.
0: Yeah, would y'all like from CD Lamb? That kind of is where I want to go. TD
1: Lamb? T- I loved. I loved what I saw from T.D. Lamb. Yeah, just like his growth, though. You know, oh, oh, yeah. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. So last year, um, obviously, it was our first year yeah. covering the team, and we were here. And let's take a little fun trip back to uh, when there was conversations about veteran players coming in here and that you needed kind of a veteran guy in that room to kind of help cd grow and establish into this wide receiver one role Mm. and people were questioning well is he the wide receiver one are you sure and it's just so incredible to see a guy work his tail off to be what he is now mm. in less than a year, because that wasn't even a full year ago. And he said, Bet, you want to take my name out of that conversation? You're going to be talking about it more than ever here in a while. He's taken every stride he needs to. During the offseason, um, I talked to one of his coaches that he worked with in the off season, And it's funny because Craig told me, he said, you're going to see a different version of CD. And I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, I can't tell you too much. Give you the secret sauce, you know? And it's funny now seeing where he is and, and just thinking back to that conversation because it is it is a different version of CD Lamb than what you're used to seeing. It's a fully confident version of him. It's a fully able version of him to do Anything he wants to do because he's put in that time. He's put in that work to make sure there's nonverbal cues that are just queued up with Dak Prescott. They can look at each other. They know what they're doing. And that's what CD focused on throughout this whole offseason. And so, no, I'm really impressed with what he's been able to do. I think the best is still yet to come, which is scary if you're an opposing defense and you got to cover CD at any point. Wouldn't be me. Not my. Mm-mm, that's y'all's job. That's not my job. <laughs> but. Good for CD. I'm yeah. really proud of him because a lot of people, and this just goes in life, right? Is if you're in that position where you're being questioned, are are you good enough? Are you good enough? Some people just break. Some people are like, oh, I think I am, but I can't handle the pressure. He rose to the occasion. I'm really proud of him for that.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, no thanks to Richard Sherman and how he's been talking about CD. I don't care. He's saying that he's not a number one. I don't mm. know what an apparently a number one is. Is is not someone that can move across the formation and do mm. what he needs to do. Um, little Mm. wrinkle in this offense this week we got to see cd (laughs) lamb at the x and and the x is typically on the weak side of the formation um the furthest away from the line of scrimmage and just i don't know if people understand how much it takes for a wide receiver to be able to do things in the slot but then also move out there and be efficient as well it it takes a level of intellect and understanding and maturity to play this position and and that's why you don't that's why you see guys across the league that Mm -hmm. only run the x for other teams that are in the division. That's why you see that yeah. because that it's not it takes it takes a lot of fortitude and study to do that. But also too I put it on Twitter today cuz I was trying to ask the wide receiver folks because <laughs> when I look in CD, I can't describe it and people always describe it as feel. And yeah. I know that y'all think that word is so funny, but it's, it's feel it's understanding of like, yeah. okay, this corner keeps sitting on my hip <clears throat> coming out mm-hmm. of my brakes. I'm going to break the opposite way. It sometimes it's improvising in mm-hmm. play, like in, in, during the route is yeah. improvising I'm and smart. understanding. Yes. It takes, it takes mm-hmm. maturity, but it also takes time to get that understanding. Okay. They're playing me soft right here. Yeah. I have more leverage here. I'm going to sit in this zone. He's also, he's, he's gotten far better at finding soft spots and zones, um, I just think his concentration is taking such a step up because we saw those little mistakes last year and just some of the miscues. Yeah. But I just, I really feel like coming into what is he sure for, for him? He said, I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> year four for him.
0: Dramatic. He Not is, even 30. Uh, yeah, I Come know, on. right? Come on. Okay.
2: Come on. <laughs> but to your point about CeeDee Lamb, you can tell he's done the work in the offseason. Mm. You can tell he's he and Dax work together has um, helped as well. But credit to also Mike McCarthy yeah. and those guys for being like, if they can't stop our guy, we're not going to. Yeah. And so, you know, with the ball distribution, you're still seeing him get the ball and do what he's doing he's getting the yep. ball at a high clip right now but he's doing something with it every time and i appreciate it so but yet he's not a wide receiver one, one. Mm. i know i don't know what his problem is <laughs> i don't know why Sherman got such come on a on now problem you, are, you already know they throw in shade of the cowboys just let me day, roll my so eyes so far they back gotta to come my head, head. They like, come my eyes, eyes will get one. stuck
1: if i roll my eyes as much as i want to yeah please don't do that we do not leave, a, number we don't <laughs> <me>. <laughs>
2: what a number one trust me what is a so yeah, those are the things that I, I feel like he's really improved on. And in turn, it's opening up things for the yeah. other guys as mm-hmm. well. Because if you're not bracketing C D, you crazy. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you if you're not doing something to help help yeah. somebody out over there, you crazy. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I'm at with him. All right, well, we're gonna go ahead and take a second break. We'll be right back. You're watching Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented
0: by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Hmm. that part of the song all what right head to the pro shop at at&t stadium in arlington texas on saturday november 4th for the final stop of the 2023 cowboys collections on tour see rare team archives customize headwear grab a gift with purchase and enter for a chance to win a giveaway sounds fun mm. all
0: right we only have a few minutes i'm sorry we kind of let us go over a little bit Here's talking. My thought. I got no talking. it's okay no yeah talking. it's
1: all right my bad you no you know what <laughs> We get lost in the conversation. We do. It's fine. But it's fun, though. At oh, least it's a good, good conversation. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think right? so.
0: All right, let's talk a little quick about uh, who who on this defense. Of course, we, we talk about <laughs> – get so happy. We talked about Marquise Bell. We talked about yeah. Deron Bland. Who outside of those guys um, is your defensive spotlight from Sunday's win over the
1: Rams? Demarcus Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Demarcus okay. Lawrence, Tank. there's a lot of juice left in that man's tank. He is he is so interesting because he he always talks about he does. And he's he's been open and honest since the start of the season with us in the locker room about how he feels his age. And you talked about this yesterday. Mm -hmm. You don't see it. You don't see it. Man is just nonstop play to play to play. He's such a he's such a leader for this line, for everybody around him. And something that never gets old is seeing him hype everybody up in that pregame huddle. Mm-hmm. That that, like that never gets old. He's such a staple player that I think has become so consistent in his game, you forget how good he is. That's so yeah. fair. And yeah, Tank. I'm going to give some some Tank love uh, today because I just feel like he, he deserves it. I'm going to go Damone Clark, man. I think that uh, he's like one of
0: those guys that, like, you don't really hear his name too much like you should hear his name, especially having to, you know, really take that and fill that role in for uh, Leighton. Um, I, I think that, I don't know, He he's just really started to, like, impose his will on that defense. Um I, I don't know. I've just been really been impressed with him the last couple of games, and I think he talked about in the locker room. I think that was last week, before the bye week, mm. and just about how like he he understands he's still young. You know, it's his second year, so he's like I still have a lot of room to grow. I have a lot more learning to do, and if I knew if I knew everything, I wouldn't be here, right? So he understands that he still has a lot more room to grow, and that that. I don't know. I, I've just been impressed from that guy.
2: That's I'll fair. Yeah, it's fair. Um, well shout out to Happy Clark. Well, I mean, it's a trickle-down effect. I'm struggling because (laughs) I wanted to give credit to the secondary as a whole. Because because the way that Sean McVay does things, it's not just Deron Bland on Puka Mm Nakua. It's not just Deron Bland on he's going to find favorable matchups up and through there. And and the fact that they were able to limit those guys the way they did. But I do believe that this Cowboys interior defensive line needs some credit. Also, Diggie Zua, Jonathan Hankins, Chauncey Golston, those gentlemen... Uh, Mozzie Smith got in there, made some plays. This interior allows the exterior of the defensive line to play a lot more free. Yeah. It allows them to do a lot of the things that they want to do, not only pass rushing wise. This team is slowly but surely becoming so much better against the run. I know that we kind of, that's something that we we're really nervous about coming yeah. to this season. Cardinals game happened, sure. Yes, it did. 49ers didn't run all over you, Mm-mm. though they didn't run all yeah. over you. So this run defense at this point in the season, is improved from last year. Mm-hmm. And I really believe a lot of that has to do with Jonathan Hankins. Yep. Also, Diggy Zua taking a step forward. You got Chauncey Golston in there playing some snaps. And Mozzie also being in the middle as well. Yeah. So the interior of this defensive yeah. line, I'm going to give them their flowers. Mm-hmm. And we're going to need them to play, play, play well this, this, this upcoming week. week. <laughs> because uh, somebody yeah. likes to oui. yeah. slip in between the A and B gap and, and, and run. so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for this, week. this week's.
0: Oh, oh my I hope goodness. not, because we got Philly family. <laughs> we got two more like, shows. Girl, this week. We, we haven't even I'm started sorry. this
1: week. Today is today. I'm tired. I'm tired. It feels it's more hot. like a Monday it than feels, a Tuesday. I don't
2: know what it feels, it feels like weird today. It's the weather. Just it's the actually
1: nice outside though. It's
2: nice, but it's just
0: cold. That's why I got this coat on. It's spooky. <laughs> it's cold outside. I don't play <laughs> that. Spooky. We got our jacket on, like we played it she again. She is cold.
2: She's like, I'm not playing. You know how I was in high school. I don't. Like would wear, wear it snacks. everywhere. I'm
0: not playing. Like it's too cold outside. I
2: understand. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> yeah. it's spooky season. So it is. There you go.
0: Happy Halloween. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. Be
1: safe. That'll do it for this tonight's episode. Oh, what oh. are we dressing what up as? We, mm, I'm not dressing up. I already did my costume. I'll tell you what I'm dressing up as. A woman that works in sports and has to work. Hello. So, there you go. Boom! Yeah! I like that one. It's, uh... Oh, goodness. All right.
0: Jazz? <laughs> oh, Jazz did Steve Harvey, ladies and gentlemen. Cannot yes. wait to see it. Wait, come out and... Oh. Oh. Well, all right. Oh! oh. That'll do it for today's episode of Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. See y'all tomorrow. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!